Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your college basketball betting this season. Get analysis of every play, prop, and point at Bet Online. You'll find the latest odds, bracket contests, team matchups, and game trends at Bet Online. Updated odds for everything from live games, the conference championships, right through to the Final Four and Championship game. Bet Online is your college basketball headquarters this season. Head to, head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your bonus. That's B-L-E-A-V. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. It is the Arizona Cardinals-centric specific show where we talk about the Arizona Cardinals here in the Phoenix metropolitan area. I am one of your co-hosts. I am Javon J. Love Adams dark in the background here and with me as always is the one and only ed easy smith who not only played professional baseball but he also played in the national football league and was on that first super bowl bound team for the atlanta falcons what is good my brother hey great to be back on brother jay uh shout out to the uh, believe team man i was able to go out last week to uh california and uh really just uh you know got a chance to meet some good people uh behind the scenes uh, scenes at the headquarters and uh you know we got a great team behind us man Yes, indeed. I definitely concur with that. And speaking of great teams, we're going to get into a team that maybe is aspiring to be great and talking, of course, about the Arizona Cardinals. This might be a slightly drier, shrunken edition of uh, Believe in the Arizona Cardinals just because we don't want to necessarily beat a dead horse all the way down. But one of the things that uh, we uh, you came across an article on Cards Wire uh, that's, that's talked about We've alluded to it, but haven't necessarily used that terminology that we'll get into with the article about the, the Cardinals this in this offseason, what they've been doing or haven't been doing when it comes mm-hmm. to bringing on new players and maybe getting a hint at the philosophy. But it was, again, from Cardswire, Jess Root, who, we, who we've had on the uh, on, on our radio show before, but asking the question about in terms of are the are the Cardinals possibly tanking and i know you brought this uh this article to my attention your your thoughts on this especially when you're ranking the 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 efforts so far in this offseason of all 32 teams the cardinals fall really towards the towards the the end in terms of uh, teams that are doing things that would seem to improve their roster i don't want to uh, besmirch the reputations or the efforts or athletic ability of anybody that they've signed to some of those one or two year deals. But your thoughts on this, on, on that thought that the Arizona Cardinals could be, maybe they're tanking because it's a possible lost season with the uncertainty of one Kyler Murray. It's an interesting, it's been, it has been an interesting off season so far, Jay. You know, we have new uh, regime in here as far as our uh, GM, head coach, everything. And, you know, we were kind of, we've been sitting around watching what they've been doing with the off seasons as far as spring training or spring training as far as um, uh, free agency, you know, and it, it, it's, man, I'm, is it a rebuild or is it a total retool, you know? Ooh, and right okay, now, what's the different, what's the definition? Well, well how re- does the difference between the two? Well, imagine a rebuild is say you haven't gone grocery shopping in a while, right? And you, I mean, you only need a few things and you go out, you know, the, some of the staples, you know, you might need some flour, you have, you know, some, some eggs, some different things, you know, you just haven't gone a little bit, you know, that's a rebuild. A total retool, man, is when you've been on vacation for a month. So you let the, you know, the, the, the cabinets and everything go bare because you didn't want anything in the refrigerator while you were gone. And, 
you know, it's you, so you look up, man, and you ain't got nothing. You ain't got no milk. You ain't got no cereal. You don't have any meat in the freezer. You got nothing. So this is a total, hey, empty everything out of the um, uh, trunk of the car because we're going to Walmart or uh, Costco or wherever it is, and this thing's going to be loaded when we come back. The problem is, you know, you know, it, when you're doing that total rebuild, man, it one it costs a lot, mm. and and you know what are you rebuilding for? You know, retooling for. I, I the Cardinals right now they look like they're kind of in the middle of everything because there's no there's there's no there is going to be no Kyler Murray for at least in my opinion half the season could be a full season wash for him. You know, letting him get healthy the by the time he is ready to come back, the team's not doing well. Uh, you threw out that T word tanking. Maybe they get to a point where it's like, hey, it'd be better in our better interest to maybe not win a, a bunch of a few games toward the end. So let's uh, let this kind of just simmer this year, you know. Um, at the same time, you know, you got in the front office that wants to come in and do something. You know, you don't want to make it seem like, you know, losing is a good thing around here. But it might be, in all honesty, man, it might be one of those seasons where, because you can tell they have not gone out and and got those high-end free agents. We let a couple guys go with Zach Allen, Byron Murphy. It's kind of like, you know, we could have kept those guys, could have bid for them, but it's like, well, maybe we're just going to let this one, uh, you know, sink to the bottom and we don't want those mid-range guys, so we're going to let those guys go. We also didn't go out there and, and hit the pavement hard in terms of bringing anybody in there. You look at our free agent Paul so far, it is a bunch of guys on these one year and two year deals, no high end, you know, stuff. So we didn't go get that, you know, big uh, package, a six pack of steaks, you know, prime rib and all that kind of stuff. We, we kind of just went out and got a couple of small packages of, you know, uh, free agents. And, and so for me, Man, it just it looks like the, their plan is we're just going to let this, you know, and obviously we got the draft coming up, but you don't, in my opinion, you you have to, you, if you're going to, if this is an immediate win, you got to do it in both ways. You got to go hit hard in free agency and the draft. This looks like, hey, we're not going to go out there and spend a lot of money on free agents. We're going to try to hit the mark and we, we'll see what they're going to do with this third pick. The third pick might be a trade bait to even stock even more. You know, this might be, Go get those coupons, man. You know, we're going to go do some coupon shopping by, trade, you know, clipping and, and selling this third pick. We might get a whole haul. So we got a bunch of seconds, a bunch of thirds, maybe slide back a, a slide or two, <clears throat> slide or two in the first. <clears throat> but it just looks like the overall plan is 2023 is not, uh, you know, winning is always good, but it's not a priority because it doesn't look like they're setting up Right, at least right now, because like I said, if you're you're not going to build it in the draft this year, if you haven't already done it in free agency, we don't have the talent on this roster to 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 say, hey, we're going to supplement with the draft, and we're going to be right where we want to be. This is like this looks like a two or three year plan that they're putting together right now. Yeah, and, and to that point, I mean, it's it's, it's uh, maybe uh, not speculated, but at least maybe mentioned as a possibility is that this this season is that groundwork. So you all, you think about regardless of whatever that sport is, there's that off season where you started to lay the foundation for what could, for what could come right. For what you hope will be a successful uh, era that you're, that you're a part of. And this could be that season where you're, where you're trying to do that. Um, 
it, you know, and you, and you change a lot of a lot of different things. So the change can be not moving forward with people who you're who have been with the organization, even homegrown talent. And then also, as with that that report card, because I believe with the uh, with the coaches meeting, the NFL was in town here this this week for a couple of days, and so there was uh, there were comments that uh, what is it? One of the former trainers is not being brought back, um, even though he received good marks in that in that uh, widely circulated report card of sorts. But still, it's those little changes that you make to be able to put your stamp, even if you take maybe a half a step or two uh, or a full step or a step and a half back before you start to move forward. Can I throw something at you, Jay? Yes, sir. In this article, because we know we and you know we we go to cards while and wire in different places all the time for some of our information. Some of these articles are, you know, they 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 toss things at you and it's like, hmm. In this article, they're talking about there is you know like this current regime. They don't have an allegiance to Murray, and it's almost. Could you see a future where they, you know, because obviously this year is a little bit of a wasp, but. Could you see a future where they like maybe he comes back and they're not wowed by him, and in a couple of years, maybe even less than a couple of years, they're like, eh, you know, we're not really because you know, obviously, you know, well, I do, I do, I do, yeah. because here's the thing. So again, you mentioned that they're not tied to him because of all the money that's tied to Kyler Murray and being and hitching your wagon and all those other phrases that you can use. That's one of those things that you worry about. So they they would have an out, I would imagine, after a year or two when that new contract kicks in, but there's so much guaranteed money, right? So you at least want to give it a year or two. I mm-hmm. still, um, I, if it, I, I threw it out there just because it, it would seem, it would seem as something to, to maybe do to, to get some young quarterback on the, on the roster that they may, maybe they'll go after somebody in the latter rounds. You wouldn't have a whole lot of expectation for them, but that might be the type of quarterback that, a, that the GM would like. Yeah. Maybe in the next year or two, maybe you, maybe you draft a higher um, somebody a little bit higher up because Kyler Murray, it's, it's when you think that he was more with, despite his high ceiling, there's so many other, cons where it comes to the height or maybe even if it comes to maybe in an attitude thing quite possibly i'm just throwing stuff out there just speculating but if you are the one that's in charge and and everything that's on is on your shoulders as the gm then you want to be able to say i went down uh, if the ship goes down i went at least it went down with me getting the type of players that i wanted that would be what i that i think about that is that that's and in that reading this article it made me start to think a little bit like Maybe in the next couple of years, we'll see what their thoughts are or plans are for Murray uh, because they aren't necessarily tied to him. Obviously, the money holds you down a little bit, but maybe he isn't their quarterback in terms of his leadership skills or his fit to their, you know, what they want to do here. You know, a lot of people, they'll look and they'll, well, he's very similar to uh, Hurst, you know, and uh, nah. They're, they're they're not the tallest of quarterbacks, but they are different in how they're used, in my opinion. Hertz is somebody that he's like a little bit of a battering ram where Murray has shown us that he's not as durable and, you know, with this, you know, the, the, the way they use him, I mean, Hertz with that, you know, fourth down scrum and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't see Murray as somebody they bring in here and, you know, when, they, when he's finally healthy, that they want to put him out there like, you know, a little bit of a ram, you know, he would be more of a high end version of Hertz, but maybe he doesn't fit their scheme uh, in a couple of years. So it'll be interesting to see, as you mentioned, you know, how they use uh, their draft picks moving forward, because maybe they do bring a, a young quarterback, maybe third or fourth round in here, but yeah, 
you know, like I said, I'm not sure if they're necessarily, you know, overly enthusiastic. I know they, they look at him and he's got all the upside as far as the talent. Does he fit their scheme though? And personality wise, is he going to be that dude that they can, uh, you know, rally behind? So it'll be interesting to watch over the next couple of years. It's what's all, it just, if you look at it from, and I think that looking at it this way can, can cause you to lose to not be able to build the culture, you build something differently. So bear with me just a sec, is that if you look at it from somebody comes into an organization, let's say it's not sports, any organization, a new manager, a new vice president, and all he sees and what he wants is, let's say he doesn't want names, but he wants the numbers. How much, how, how much is every person making? What is everybody's bonus, let's just say? And he looks and, he's, and he figures out that person has the highest, and in this case, it would be Kyler Murray. This person has next year, man, they're making this much money. Who is this person? I don't know how I feel about that. Just the number maybe gives them maybe gives them pause or makes them nervous. And then they then they find out who the people are. It's, oh man, this is our this is our number one salesperson. Or this is our quarterback. He's supposed to be our leader. And you start to look and maybe dive dive into or dig into. Tell, let's find out a little bit more about this person who's supposed to be the one that's setting our culture or setting our pace or being able to or or looking to um, um, push other people to be better or compete those things may may give him pause and that's you know it's it's i don't think it's out of the realm of possibility it's just it's something that's that's interesting and that we'll keep an eye on i suppose yeah absolutely you know you know i i'm i'm not like i said i'm not totally sold on what you're going to do i you normally you know this 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 kind of juncture you know because osport's been here you know after a couple months you know and you know we start to get a feel for their strategy and what they're what we might be entailed for moving forward. I have no idea what this uh GM and and even coach, you know, what their their plan is for 2023 yet. And I guess with the draft coming coming up, we'll find out what their strategy is and what you know, starting off what they do with that third pick if they trade back and get a bushel and then kind of go from there. And then it'll be interesting to see what their plan of attack is meaning what they think is important in terms of the first couple of draft picks. Do we start out trying to get that offensive line beefed up? You know, we've sat here for so many years, Jay, and because of time and how they neglected this offensive line in certain positions, it's, you know, we've been banging our head up against the wall. So it'll be, like I said, I would be excited if they go (laughs) out in the first pick or two, with the third pick, the Cardinals pick, offensive lineman, such a man, you know, <laughs> man. man, I'll be I'll be jumping like that Toyota commercial, boy. Oh know? my goodness. <laughs> Probably the second round though. I still think either second yeah, or third yeah. round they're gonna go I, with a with a center. Yeah, yeah. Somebody. I you know, and I'm I'm not saying with the first because obviously we got other needs, edge rusher, <laughs> cornerback, yeah. but it'd be so exciting to see us do something other than wide receiver or tight end or something that we don't need. And, you know, this it, it'll be a breath of fresh air, let's just say, to see them go ahead and start beefing up that offensive line, showing us what's really important around here. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, well, as I mentioned, this is more of a dry trucking version of, uh, of Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, but yeah, so we're going to get into it. We'll be back next week, of course, and we'll see what happens with transpires. Is there going to be any movement with DeAndre Hopkins? We know that that's kind of one of, again, that's one of those things look and say, well, he might be our, one of our best salespeople, but man, he comes in late all the time. He never comes to the training sessions. He don't ever do nothing, but he get them sales. But man, what does that do? What does that say to all the other salespeople? What does that say to all the other yeah. teammates, people on the team? When it
it comes to that. So yeah. So before we get out of here, Jay, I yes, know we're, I know we are the Believe in the Cardinals podcast, but I got to give a shout out to the Believe in the Bengals or what them. I can't remember what they're called, but my nephew Irv Smith Jr. Uh-huh. Uh, he will be signing with the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, he's flying out there as of today to sign yeah. that contract. Uh, and coincidentally, the Bengals are coming here to yeah. play the Cardinals this year. We don't know the date yet. But they're gonna be coming here to play Cardinals, and I invite you too, bro. I was talking to a little, a little Quentin about going to see his cousin on the road, so we might go get a road game in, maybe Pittsburgh or Baltimore, something like that. One of those big rivalries for the uh, Bengals, but you know, obviously, adios to the Vikings. On to the uh, AFC North. Here we come. I'm very excited for them, and uh, you know, proud moment for the family, man. Yes, sir. Congrats, congrats. Get that money and uh, continue to uh, leave to to increase your footprint. So this is uh, on behalf of the one and only Ed Easy Smith. I am Javon J. Love Adams. We do this thing, you know, you know sometimes it's twice a week, at least once a week. And uh, we are presented by Bet Online. And as I always like to say around this time, are you kidding? We see you next time. Be easy out there. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.